reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. Well, hey, 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 welcome one and all to the Arctic Podcast. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. It is a snowy, rainy Sunday afternoon. It's gross. It is uh, kind of depressing, which is probably why it's a good idea to do an episode. So people can share in our depression? Yeah. Okay. Misery loves company. Yeah, that's so. Won't you join us? <laughs> episode 15. 15, and like I said in our Facebook post, that's five more than 10 this is true and five less than 20 so right. we're making some some headway here yeah. yeah i mean if you want we can stay all night and get all the way to 20 yeah we could just split episodes <laughs> every like 20 minutes yeah and then uh you know yeah and then we'd have like 100 episodes by now wow you know that would suck for people There's some podcasts are only like 12 minutes long yeah i know i listen to a few that are like yeah. that it's fine but it's i don't know not my cup of tea I, if you think this is too i really want to know what people think if if they listen to the whole thing, if they think it could be shorter, so you'd rather not get the criticism. Well, it's not criticism. <laughs> it's just I just want to know. What, I don't want what, your notes. You what know what? You can think. send them to Spencer personally at his number, <laughs> my number. <laughs> uh, no, you, you could find us on Facebook though. We need to plug that at the beginning of the episodes at the Artake Pod on Twitter, at the Artake Pod on Facebook, or you can just search the Artake Podcast. Yes, and at the Artake Pod on Instagram, uh, ArtakePod at Gmail Yeah, that one doesn't have a the. Artakepod at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Oh, no, we have... Oh, Scary Parrot. We have our yeah. own personal... This this show, by the way, is brought to you by Scary yeah, Parrot Media. Uh, we, we are signed to a huge, major communications Con- uh, company. Big conglomerate. Called Scary Parrot Media. Right. So we have Scary Parrot Media email addresses. Spencer at scaryparrotmedia.com and Brian. Brian with a Y. Yes. Spelled with a Y. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. How B-R-Y-A-N. Brian with a Y. It is Utah, so they could spell your name. Oh. I have seen some. No, most people spell it with an I. You're right. I'm I mean, just it's, saying. It's wrong. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I mean, I hate to break it to you guys, but yeah, I is wrong. Y is correct. Get the I out. But the it's it's not Brian with a Y at Gmail. It's oh, B-R-Y-A-N. Okay. Yeah. At I got it. B-R- no. B-R-Y-A-N at scaryparrotmedia.com. Dot com. 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 Don't, don't do the other one. You might. <laughs> I don't know where that would take you. You might get a weird. You get a weird response. A weird response. It's a fishing uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your day going, man? Um, I don't know. I took a, a nap, and I don't normally. Well, that's not true. That's a complete lie. <laughs> you don't normally take naps. <laughs> I don't normally take as long of naps as I fell asleep for like an hour, and I kind of groggy or something, but. Yeah, sometimes naps make you feel worse. Yeah, that happens. If it's I, if I actually I can sleep for like five minutes and then actually if oh, I yeah. actually fall asleep, yeah, and I, it does a lot. But when I fall asleep for longer, little power I nap. Get do you want a Do you want a quick lesson in sleep? Yeah, from a neuroscience perspective. Okay, this is uh, fascinating to me. Okay, so the amount of sleep is relevant to a certain degree, right? In how you feel overall, right? But how you feel throughout the day or after you wake up, whether it be from a night's sleep or a nap, actually has to do with in what stage of sleep did you wake up? Right. So if you wake up in like stage 4 deep sleep, you're going to feel like crap all day long. Right. Whereas if you, you know, in a normal night you slip down, then kind of back up into a REM, then down, then back up. Mm-hmm. And if you wake up right there and when you wake up, then you feel great. So that's like sometimes I'll wake up naturally at like seven and a half hours. Right. And I'll go back to sleep and wake up at nine mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. And I feel terrible. Right. So that's about the stage of sleep that's as opposed why to I, uh, the length of sleep. I like that pillow app because it uh, tries to wake you up. Yeah. You give it a window. Yeah. And it senses your movement because right. when you're in a lighter sleep, you move more. Right. Uh, deep sleep, you don't move at all. Right. So anyway, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. They have they have little. Uh, I've even seen masks that have sensors over your eyes to sense your eye oh. movement, so they can tell if you're in a REM sleep. They can tell when you're kind of waking up, and then yeah, it'll wake you up. That's interesting. Yeah, Should get one of those. Stage of sleep is way way Always more important. Always wake up happy instead of grouchy. Yeah. So when you take a power nap, five fifteen minutes. Right. Then you're not you're not slipping down in those deep sleeps. Right. You're just getting a quick recuperative. 
That's what I try to tell my boss every day when he wakes me up <laughs> at my desk. I'm like, I just need a quick, you know, yeah, <laughs> quick hour, two hour recuperative. Yeah, it takes me three <laughs> hours to get <laughs> to start slipping into the deeper <laughs> deeper stages. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Lesson. So I learned something last night after after our episode. I was looking at pictures. <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> 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 I don't. I guess I was on Facebook and I found like a, a wildlife video of some sort. You, you know how you start watching one oh Facebook man. video yes. and then the next one comes up, and next thing you know, You've, the show you were watching yeah. is like five episodes in, and you're like, oh, you're down like Oops. seventy videos, <laughs> right? And they go from like road rage to slow motion right. fruit explosion, <laughs> and yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, I found out doing pigeons. Oh, <laughs> that the pigeon, you know, the pigeon's a pretty fat bird, right? It's it's chunky as far as birds go. I mean, I don't really know, but I'll well, take your I word mean, for you've it. you've seen a pigeon before. They're yeah. not they're not sleek like a hawk or anything. Yeah, that's true. How but fast do you think a pigeon can fly? Oh man, I, birds are fast, man. Uh, I think I think a pigeon could get up to like 60, 70 miles an hour doing pigeons <laughs> you're never gonna be able to do pigeons at that speed <laughs> doing pigeons they actually can go 90 92 miles wow, per hour wow that's so fast I the only reason I, I didn't know <laughs> the only reason i knew that they could possibly go that fast is one time uh i think i was with my mom or maybe it's just i'm incorporating myself into the story <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> I mean, we were on the freeway you know going six like right. 70 and a duck was like was like window level with us, and we both just kind of looked over in slow motion and saw this duck floating outside the car door. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's crazy yeah. that they can go that. I had, I didn't know that they were that fast. Yeah, the peregrine falcon, uh-huh. like two hundred fifty miles per hour. No way. Yeah, well, I gotta Google this. Do Pe- it. They're peregrine? the fastest. They're the fastest bird, and uh, I, that might be. I don't know if that's straight and level flight though. That might be just diving. the diving speed. How fast did you say? Two like two fifty. Man, that's crazy. So the largest falcon? No, peregrines are small. Oh, they're the largest. Oh, maybe peregr- they are the largest. The largest falcons. falcon over most of the continent. Okay, with long pointed wings. Those falcons aren't that big in oh, general. They, you know what? They got really good. They have long tails. And eyesight. Yeah. Have two, you yeah, ever? Dude, this one says two forty. Yeah, they're fast. Jeez. They're fast. Have you ever read about how birds see and how they, like, I can't, I have a really hard time wrapping my mind around how good they see. With eyes on both sides of their, like, one on each side of their head? Like, Well, that, that and the peregrine falcon is, was saying that their eyes are like telescopes. Like, that's, they can see that well, like, all right. the time. I just have a hard time thinking, as I'm looking out the window right now, I can kind of, you know, I can see the tree. But if I was a peregrine falcon, I'd be able to see, they can see yeah. further. And it's Something, just kind of a weird thing to wrap your mind around. Yeah, like eyes like a hawk. That's right. what they say, right? And they can, yeah, it's got to be something to do with their lens. Right, right. Well, I don't, yeah. And you ever a, look down at a cat's eyes and see the lens over their eye? Yeah. And it's huge. Yeah. It looks like a bubble that you yeah. could, like, pop. It's gross. Yeah. it's gross to think about, but that, I think cats are kind of like that too. The reason they were they were talking about the peregrine falcon trying to cap, capture the pigeon, and they said that the pigeon has evolved to be able to uh, forage on the ground and see up to see if it's getting bombarded. By so they got crazy. Perif- I don't know. I just don't get how that works. They have. They must have crazy peripheral. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just nuts. I'm I mean, just... I could give you a uh, man. I I retained a lot of neuroscience. <laughs> I loved it. So there's a part in your eye, in the back of your eye, right. called the fovea, the foveal pit, and that's where... Is that near the G-spot? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you actually can't find it. <laughs> it's like when you're looking at something, if you were reading, right? like I, I can see the pee on this purified water on this bottle. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking right at the pee, then that's going right in the foveal pit. It's just a tiny little area where your eyes are exactly focused, uh-huh. and everything else is peripheral. Oh, okay. Right? And so in the foveal pit is most of your uh, cones for color. On the periphery is all most of your rods for black and white, mm-hmm. so it must be that they have a bigger a bigger fovea, right? Because <laughs> yeah, I mean we can go like what is it like 190 degrees? If yeah, you your arm. It's but, just but we can't focus on that, right? Yeah, it's just one of those things that's hard to wrap your brain around, like the universe being infinite because you can't yeah. ex- you can experience it, so it's just hard to. So they can be flying, looking at the ground, <laughs> yeah, with the same time recognize if they're going to be attacked from above right that's crazy it's just weird right <laughs> it's just yeah. I, I don't know and then the chameleons right they've got 
And they can the move eyes that independently. Move independently, yeah. which is even more. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. We were doing pigeons. We were watching. Uh, doing pigeons. <laughs> we were watching doing pigeons. We were watching Moana last night, and the crab, uh, Tomatoa. Oh yeah, he's scary. He has the eyes that are kind of independent. Yeah. He's like, pick one, pick one. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, that guy Ashley asked me, can crabs really like move their eyes independently? And I was like, I, I don't know. I never really looked I into it. Chameleons were one of the only ones that could. I don't know about. It's I mean, they're obviously not as exaggerated as in the movie. <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Why is that guy uh, always a uh, a villain? The, the crab? The, no, the fly, it's the guy from Flight of the Concords. Oh, he's got a great voice. Yeah, he's always a villain. I tr- I've worked on my Tomatoa. Well, Tomatoa hasn't always been this drab. <laughs> yeah, I I've been working I on I can't that think one. of a movie where he's a voice where he isn't like the one of the main villains. Yeah. In fact, I might IMBD that right now just to pull up See if he's ever been a good guy. He's How many cast. villains he he's is been typecast. in? <laughs> he was just. Uh, What's they, his name? Um, damn, I can't remember. He was. Uh, he was just in an episode of Rick and Morty too. Um, oh, it's a uh, Jermaine. Oh Clement. yeah, Jermaine. That's right, Clement. You know what? He he kind of looks like uh, uh, Antonio Banderas. At least in this picture that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I can't remember where he's from. He's from New Zealand. Oh, that's right. They're both from... I knew that. Yeah. They said that in their interview with... I think they were on Colbert, and Colbert was geeking out because he loves New Zealand because he he's like the biggest... He named his child Soph- fan. Sophocles. Of course. Why <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. The heck? My computer is tripping. Anyway, um, Moana. Pretty funny movie. One of The Rock's better movies, you know. Well, uh, great for kids. Like Quinn loves it. Really, we were, we were at a Christmas party and we uh, we threw that on for her to watch. I have a theory that people didn't know what Polynesians were till they saw that movie, <laughs> because no one really knows outside in Utah where we're at. There's a high concentration of Polynesians. There's a lot. In fact, if you watch a BYU or Utah game, oh, yeah. you'll hear the announcers stumbling through their names. Yeah. But I, outside of Utah, people well, don't know what they are. The the <laughs> LDS Church has a right has a pretty big base in the Polynesian Islands. Right, right. So it's just uh, you I, know I was ta- I Moana. Think they're, they're <laughs> what is it? Uh, Gabriel uh, Iglesias. Iglesias? Uh-huh. He, he says that people thought they were fluffy Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're pretty funny, dude. Man, he's oh. he's got a cool like impressions. But um, yeah, Moana just got translated into Hawaiian. Really, and they had to. You'll you'll find this interesting because you're an AV guy. They had to uh, overdub, but they couldn't reanimate anything. Right. Like Disney wouldn't let them. It was done at like the University of Hawaii, so they had to find Hawaiian words that fit the movements of the mouth. Isn't that crazy? That sucks. Yeah. So they did it, and That's it's interesting. In, in Hawaiian. It changed the entire premise of the movie. But <laughs> Moana yeah. ended up being the villain, and right. it was yeah. nuts. But it worked. <laughs> Apparently, it's like the the it. It's the Disney film that's been translated into the most languages. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Well, I think it's because of all of the islands. Like, there's Tahitian and oh, Samoan. Oh, I yeah. guess that makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Crazy, crazy. So, pigeon flights. Pigeons. 90 miles per hour. That's crazy. I, 240. I can't imagine that Falcon. That would be well, scary. You wouldn't even see it. That's faster. So, when I flew um, back in the day... Uh, our plane, the little plane that we flew in, only got to the max was 120 knots, which is like 160 miles per hour. Oh, jeez. So I could be cruising enough Peregrine yeah. would just <laughs> like, wing. You wouldn't even hell? see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of flying, I found a random headline for you. Oh, really? Yes. I, I was scrolling through my Google feed, and a woman flying from Bangkok <laughs> to somewhere else over there. <laughs> She's from Miami, though. She gets on her flight, uh-huh. 144 passenger jet. Yeah. She's the only one. Oh, really? The stewardess closes the door. Flight attendant, excuse me. Closes the door, and she's like, what? And she was kind of freaked out. She, <laughs> ever, no one else on the flight. <laughs> and the article talked about what you've talked about sometimes, which is that parked at an airport costs more money than flying. Yeah. Because they get fines losing and money. losing money. So anyway, yeah, she was the only one on her flight. Yeah. <laughs> I've, they've they've had stories of, at work about that too because that would the, be like a dream. Yeah, well they've uh, they were one of my boss said that uh, he was in I can't remember some country and 
they uh for whatever reason they had an extra plane that needed to be ferried back to where it was going sure. so that it could uh because of cancellations and stuff so they put uh like 20 non-revenue passengers right so airline employees on yeah. this plane in first class and left and that was all it's they crazy. had <laughs> man that would be so cool i mean yeah. it's always a special treat when there's no one sitting next to you. I know, I know. That's and that's one thing about non-revenue. When the flight is pretty empty, they bump us up to. We, we can get bumped up to first class. Like my last flight was first class. Yeah. And uh, if not, they'll put you in the next, like Comfort Plus or whatever. And if they can, they'll normally put you in your own, in your that's own cool. seat. That's cool. Yeah. Like in fact, it. oh, there was a, there was a, another post I saw where a guy was the only person on the plane and he took a picture of himself in every seat <laughs> and then like photoshopped, photoshopped it all together it so it's oh, just crazy. all him in the plane yeah she she had this in the article she was joking around that she had this like final destination fear yeah know, like, right? she, she's the only one on the flight it'd be kind of creepy yeah if i were that flight attendant i'd be like welcome right <laughs> all creepy yeah. like and as you shut the door all slow like yeah <laughs> like Ashley and I both have a fear that we're in the Truman Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's totally, I don't know who, ha- <laughs> if anybody else has that, where you're like, you think people around you are faking it right. for you, you know? I don't know. That'd be, that'd be tough. Yeah. Imagine that that's when you find out. <laughs> the only one on a flight. Yeah, this is all for you. It's all fake. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. You're actually in like the, uh, like the Back to the Future at Universal Studios. Right. Just a little car that moves back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Anyway, so yesterday in my uh, Facebook perusing, uh, I stumbled across a meme. No, it wasn't a meme. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was, but it was. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. It was a. It, it was, was a, a statement. It was a post. It was a statement by a, a Facebook group called Hunt Love of Hunting or something. I don't know. Okay. Hunters Anonymous. Uh, Hunters United. I don't know. Yeah, they're not anonymous. Yeah. By any, yeah. <laughs> And it said, um, it said, I, I can't, I, I, I unfollowed them because I was annoyed, so I didn't actually <laughs> s- get you, to. You're creating an echo chamber for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it said um, something to the extent of it's not about killing, it's about uh, spending time yeah. with your friend or your family sure. and whatnot. And I put a snarky comment and then I left. My snarky comment was you couldn't spend time with your family not killing right. things it, it to me seems like a like a how can we explain this to people who don't like it rather than just right. saying rather than just saying no i enjoy i enjoy the hunt yeah rather than just saying that i just think that's that really bugged me it was just like such a cop out it was I know, just like i know several people close friends and family who i would never you know it's hard i don't really dog on people for hunting I don't either, but but I, uh, but they all say the same thing, and I always just kind of like grit my teeth and think uh, it's not worth like the argument mm-hmm. where you can say like you, you know you could just like go play basketball together, right? Oh or, yeah, I f- I found it. Oh, you I found it. it. What does it say? Hunting is not about killing. Hunting is spending time with friends and family, enjoying nature, and putting food on the table. Share if you agree. And I put so there's no way you could do that and not kill something. Yeah, like you couldn't go to a jazz game or you couldn't. <laughs> Like there's there's this the you couldn't just go yeah. for a walk in the forest and enjoy nature without killing it. And putting food on the table is a little rough for me because uh, we we're in a post industrial world. Like I don't know if that's really as relevant. E- even it's sixty years ago, like it was more relevant. Yeah, it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, I do I do see the validity in like the overpopulation of animals. Yeah. And in in like a society, and it being at the top of the food chain, we do have to do something about that. But we we created the problem. That's my argument by is, hunting in the first place. Well, my so. argument is, is that when people complain about the deer in the neighborhood and stuff, like they were there before you. <laughs> like this is right. But at some point, you know, I had this argument with my dad once. Oh, really? He's not like he, he. My dad's never. I don't think my dad's ever shot a gun. Really? You know? But he was telling me he's like, well, but at some point we have to recognize that we are at the top. Right, because I w- I think we were talking about like uh, a bear who killed someone, and right. then they have to go euthanize the bear. Which and I'm like, what? That's bullshit. I, and he was, and I he, agree. And he's like, well, but at some point we do have to realize that we're in that we did take over this part. We're at the top of the food chain, and we're gonna protect our people. And I was like, I guess. Okay, I mean that's fair enough. 
I don't know. I just don't like I it. I can't hunt. I, I don't like it. There's like no it way. really really bugs me that you go out and you just take away something's life. I couldn't do it because man. why? I, sp- here's the one that gets me the most, and I know this is gonna piss some people off. But you know what? This is the R Take podcast. Yeah, and you're more than welcome to come share your take anytime. <laughs> here's what the one I don't get that I think is rather ruthless is bow hunting. Yeah, that's true. I understand if you're a really good shot, you can make it happen. But they never are. You know, but what happens when you shoot that? deer or elk or whatever it might be in like the liver right and it runs 20 miles away from you yeah unless you've got some sort of tracer on the tip of your arrow to follow it which maybe is a technology i don't know yeah you know i i think that that's more of like uh i don't that one just seems more ruthless yeah. to me so you know, if you're using like a 30-06 where no matter where you hit it it's it, right. it's going to do some damage I, I don't know, man, because you could shoot it like I, you could shoot an arrow through the Achilles right. and then it's just alive the rest of its life with a with one right down one leg. Right. And so I when I Googled this, it it, it fills me with rage. But <laughs> the the one like I I can get by people who deer hunt and yeah. turkey hunt or whatever. I, I struggle with it because I, I eat meat like I'm not a vegan. Right. And so, well, it's not really. What it's you're, really uh, hypocritical for me to say. Yeah. Well, let me. Okay. But hold, hold on. Okay. Go so ahead. the the one I can get by with deer, turkey, all that kind of stuff. Sure. But when they go to Africa, and they post pictures oh, yeah. of them killing giraffes and lions, and lions no, 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 it makes me so mad, and, and usually, I just want to know what the hell is wrong with these people. And can I just tell you, when? And this is this is so ruthless and terrible of me, and people are probably going to hate me. But when the lion wins, oh yeah, I I don't feel bad no. for the person for their family. I don't care. Yeah. I absolutely wish that would happen more often. Yeah, <laughs> like you shoot a lion and the lion comes at you and kills you. Yeah, I I in fact I just would would hunting be popular if we gave the deer guns and made it right. a fair it fight? Is, like, it is rather unfair. <laughs> yeah, I. No, I hear you, man. And it's usually some fat bastard that, you know, yeah. like just has nothing to do but like, to make himself feel better goes and shoots Eric, like the most Eric regal. Trump, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate those. I don't know how I actually among Americans, I don't really know how popular that is. I well, know in the rest of the world, like, did you see like the last white rhino died? Yeah. From poaching. They, they walked around with armed guards with like AKs right. for the rest of its life until it finally died. Right. Because now we don't we might be able to recreate them with like cloning. We have all of his info. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, you know, that they just want the 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 ivory. It's uh, just the idea of the trophy, trophy Yeah. It just bugs me. I just don't understand. It is weird. I mean, but there's a lot of like do you eat bear? Do I eat No, bear? do do people <laughs> Um, they must. I don't know unless they, they're just getting it for the pelt. I think they're. I think they. I don't think people uh, eat bear. I I know you could. Yeah. But I don't think it's very good. No, I, don't, I don't know. No idea. Like I've had like deer jerky, elk jerky. You know, I've had a bison. Burger. You know, it's you know it's better than deer meat, steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and obviously the counter argument to this is well, you know, these cows are raised in. I know, and horrible that's, conditions. That's and my. That's why I have a hard time going after people who hunt because I yeah. do eat meat, and honestly, some days it's actually like an internal struggle for me to to continue. Like, I some days I feel like I'm one, you know, step away from joining sure. PETA and becoming a vegan. You're a burger away from just not ever right. You know, I, yeah. But I I like meat. It's good. And, well, and it's not like we eat way more than we need to, but it oh, is absolutely. it is a part of our diet. We are omnivores, right? You know what I mean? Yes, right. you can get by not without it, and you right. can get by with a ton of it, right. right? You might get heart disease, or you might die of something else if right. you don't eat it. You know, right. we're we all have to recognize that we are omnivores here, right? But as a in a post industrialized country, do we have to go out and ruthlessly? shoot these guys that are just walking around. Right. Maybe maybe you gen- genuinely have the idea that it's a more humane way, you know? I guess. What about this? Let me let me put this one at you. Yeah. Uh I got a, a family member who has a lot of land mm-hmm. and they they're raising a cow and pigs and chickens to slaughter. Yeah. Cool with that? I whatever. I I couldn't do it. 
No, I don't There's think no I could do it. Way. <laughs> I don't think I could do it, but it's a little I, bit different than I mean, that's if you want to be self-sufficient, that's sure. fine. I yeah, I mean, yeah. No, it'd I, be hard to name an animal. I don't go know. Feed it every single yeah, day. I don't know how what kind of a conscience yeah. or brain you have to do that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess yeah. I guess we've been doing it forever. I mean, that's not like it's a new thing or something. What what's happened is we've uh, we've evolved to a point or however you want to, or de-evolved right. to a point where we don't see it. Right. So it's it's the idea of it is super gruesome. Whereas a hundred years ago, when you would see it, right, it, you know, it wasn't as gruesome. But even back, you know, it, the Great Leap Forward, ten thousand years ago, yeah, that's what happened. We started agriculture, right, and then every once in a while we'd go do a buffalo run, and <laughs> and, and we, we'd kill and wipe out the species. <laughs> yeah, we'd kill three hundred <laughs> buffalo to get one, right? You know, but the, you didn't see it as much anymore. Right. And then it got to the point where you were even just, I'm going, I'm all I do is grow corn and I trade it for meat. Right. Down at the general store. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard. I don't really dog on, uh, people who hunt unless it's trophy hunting. Yeah. I think that's kind of weird. I don't know about like, like cutting off the head and putting on your wall. Seems yeah. like they're beautiful, but I can't, it's like Ace Ventura, like this is a lovely room of death. Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. like going to a funeral home. I know. Yeah, I just that that meme itself just kind of set me off a little bit because it's like, I don't know, like it's not about genocide; it's about spending time with your. <laughs> I know that's like a like a really dark, crazy comparison, but you could say the same thing for war. You know, it's, sure, it's about spending time with your brothers and friends yeah. and countrymen. No, you could, you know. <laughs> We you could spend time together making a podcast, yeah, <laughs> and you get the fulfillment. I putting putting food on the table. I just don't see it as. I mean, maybe there are people in the country. If we're just talking about the U.S., who, who you know, a bullet is cheaper than. I can't imagine that. <laughs> have you ever? Well, have you ever bought AR or <laughs> rifle ammo? Well, I, like if you had a a shotgun, you can go buy a case of yeah, shells. That's true. You know, um, and. You know, for twenty bucks, and then you have a whole year's worth of meat. Right. You know. Uh, okay. If I get it, like you can do it. Uh, right. And so I don't. I, you know, I might not lean quite as hard as you on this one. You know. Well, but like I, I like I said, I could never. Do I just it. think that if you're gonna if you're gonna say that, um, if you're, if you're gonna do it, say what it is. You like killing things, right. or you are. Well, it's not. Yeah, just why do we live in a time where we have to constantly explain ourselves? Right. You know, if you don't want to, ex- if you don't want, if you're ashamed of the real reason, well, right. then, then you got to rethink That is kind of what it comes up to right. when you think about it. They're like, oh, I feel like people hate me. People hate me, so what do I have to say? So i got to say something to, yeah, like, I have to say that I. It's not about. <laughs> yeah, because you can find quality time anywhere, man. Right. Yeah. You know, you can, you can play a hunt, you can play duck hunt. Yeah, that's true. This, <laughs> you can, you can play Call of Duty, kill people. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and still spend time with yourself. That, that was the whole thing that bugged me about that. I, I still like the, the, the guy who posted, I'm still friends with him. Like, I don't. Sure. It's fine. Like, no, 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 because uh, that doesn't. I just, I'm not going to go do it with you. And we've talked about I this just, a lot on the podcast that a difference of opinion, socially or politically, yeah. is not defining of a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just because we might disagree, people might be like, oh, you guys are a bunch of pussies. That's fine. Yeah. But that doesn't define our friendship right. in any way. You know what I mean? I might say, well, you're a dick for shooting an animal with an arrow. Right. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter, though. Right. To each his own. Right. So. Speaking of deer. Yeah. You know what kept me up last night? No. Something we talked about on the podcast <laughs> last yesterday. With Chris? Yeah. I don't know. What that has it? to do with deer. Reindeer? More specifically, reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you watch? No, I just started thinking about Rudolph and how ridiculous oh. it is that piece. So I just want to throw a couple more wrenches in a there. More in their the argument. Crazy <laughs> yeah. liberals. Yeah. Because uh, I was just thinking, you know, it really, it's not a bad story. Like, no. The, they recognized, the reindeer recognized that they were bullies. They let him in. Everyone's right. happy. Like, it's not. Like, it's not a bad story. It's maybe it's closer to reality than people like to <laughs> right. admit. Did anyone did anyone talk crap on Rocky that's, after the Cold War ended? And that's what I started thinking. I started thinking about other movies. <laughs> right, like right. Well, like, we can't we can't watch Rocky anymore because the Cold right. War's over and we're cool. 
Right. And now that we're not really cool anymore, everybody's watching Rocky right. again. Creed Two's coming out. Right. You know. <laughs> so and I, I started thinking about Star Wars, and yeah. I was like, you know what? You could, uh, you could side with the Empire and be like, look at all these terrorists with their lightsabers, right. blowing up these buildings, killing all these people. Yeah. This is offensive. Yeah, sometimes you watch it and you're like, I think the Empire was right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> maybe they shouldn't have blown up a planet to prove it. <laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't have dropped oh, a bomb dude. on Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah, who's the Empire now? I saw, oh. I saw a Star Wars meme about when Ben Kenobi is giving Luke the saber, the yeah. lightsaber, and it's like, this was your father's lightsaber. By the way, he killed 30 children with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And... and I chopped off his legs and maimed him before I took it from him. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I was uh, like, that's just, totally true. The last thing he did with that lightsaber yeah. was I just kill all the children. Like if you yeah. want if you want, you can go find something in every movie to be offended about. Uh, no. Rudolph that is that you be you're focusing on the wrong part of the story. Right. You should be focusing on the fact that that those those reindeer if we're going to anthropomorphize them, <laughs> recognize that they were wrong and that Rudolph also found his plight. Right. Right? He found his what he was supposed to do. You know what really offends me is Frosty the Snowman <laughs> because, you know, he's not even a snowman until they put the hat on. It's like, right. they, it's not like they, don't, they treat him like he's not even human. Right. He's and not he even, melts. Yeah, and they don't even care. They don't care. No, they're just like, whatever. You know, it's just it's incredibly offensive. Super. Why, why didn't they build a freezer for him? <laughs> You know, they're just going to let him go after they brought him to life. It's just rude. You're gonna, oh, they're going to drink man. him? Yeah, I don't. That whole thing, man, that was that's yeah. something else. But anyway, um, we're going to take our uh, our break here. And uh, what are we going to be talking about when we come back? Uh, I think it's time for Brian's stories. Brian's stories. Do you know what story you're going to tell? Or I'm going to have gonna... you pick one again. Oh, boy. All right. We'll be back here in just a minute. short i'll be an outcast like rudolph the uncircumcised reindeer look rudolph it's not me all right it's dasher he's been complaining and he is the one who has to look at it all night i don't know mrs claus says it'll decrease my sensitivity i'm, I'm sorry why are you talking to my wife about this well rudolph we finally figured out what makes your nose red is it pixie dust or, or leprechaun tails no it's a tumor you mean like a magical christmas tumor no a malignant tumor the base of which is lodged deep within your brain. Oh. Like a happy, special... You're going to die. Hey, welcome back. Round two. What are we going to call this? Should we just call it Brian's Stories? Brian's Stories. Sit with us as you listen to the warm, comforting sounds of Brian's uh, epic uh, stories from... Days gone by, and a time when men loved men and women gave blowjobs. And well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I man, I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, Brian stories rated R. Um, yes. What story do you have for us today? So, same deal as last time. I need you to pick a number between one and sixteen. What did I pick last time? It uh, doesn't matter. Oh, I see. You just rearranged. Well, I just took it. I, I have all of my stories in a list, and I crossed off the one that you, we talked about. We should uh, we should get a wheel of fortune or something. To, That's a good idea. To pick them, I'll uh, I'll pretend there's one right now. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, number two. Number two. The number of poo. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm gonna call this story. Um, what is that? Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, and I'm going to tell it from. Uh, well, no, no. Okay, I got it. I got it. This I'm got. I'm going to tell it. <laughs> well, I have them all titled here, but I never really worked through how to tell it. All right. So this is this is a good one, though. Okay. Um, so my parents live kind of on a uh, like a. A corner on a main... It's not a corner. It's just where, like, a main yeah. street turns. Hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking in my head, how is he going to... I couldn't think yeah, of that. Yeah, like, the, it's just... They live <laughs> on a main road that turns 
it's also kind of a T intersection, so there is a light right there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still a main road. Right. Um, and they've lived there for man, like ten years. Has it been that long? Yeah. Wow. It's been oh, a while. Oh yeah, I guess so. Because we practiced the market there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Um, and a few weeks ago, uh, my mom is in the in the bathroom getting ready for bed. She's brushing her teeth. Mm-hmm. And their their windows, their bedrooms are up. Their bedrooms upstairs. Their bedrooms are no. They share a bedroom still. Their bedroom <laughs> is upstairs, and their windows face that road. Okay. okay? Yeah. And so they're upstairs. You know, they're two floors up, and they face that road. Um, and they, my mom was in the bathroom brushing her teeth, and my he she hears my dad say, "You gotta come look at this." You know, mm-hmm. he's like, "I don't think this is gonna work," and she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So they all go. <laughs> they both go lean on this. They have a little love seat in their bedroom, next to the window. Uh huh. So. You know, my parents are leaning over this sofa on their knees, looking out the window. Okay. okay? And there's a big truck mm. going by uh, that. Um, my dad said is carrying like a like a propeller, like a windmill. Oh, okay. Thing, yeah. right? And he's like, they're not going to make that corner where the street turns because it's so long. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're both kind of just imagine them kind of squinting. <laughs> you know, like out the window, like because it's kind of it's dark, it's nighttime, right? You know, and so they they run downstairs, and on the main floor there's a they have a like a big window that faces the main street, so they can see even more, and they see all these flashing lights, like a semi, right? Uh, and maybe like a, you know, a, an oversized load, uh, pilot car, right? Something like that. And it, once again, my dad's kind of, they're both squinting. They both should probably wear glasses. <laughs> and he's like, they're totally not going to make that turn. Oh, yeah, look, he's backing up now. And he's telling my mom that. And she's like, I don't see what you're talking about. And she's kind of like going back and forth with her head like, what are you talking about? They're not going to make the turn. She's like, Rick, that's the island. There's an island in the center of the road. The t- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a four inch off the ground, right. a foot wide island that separates the road, right. north and south. Right. And the thing that's in the road going back and forth, the vehicle, is a street sweeper. Huh. <laughs> and my dad thought that it was hooked to a trailer oh pulling a propeller for a windmill or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is like, that's the, the island. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. And it was the island. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were towing this thing like two inches oh, off the ground. That's funny. Yeah. And did he go to the optometrist directly oh my after? Gosh. My mom called me the next day and told me, and I had to pull over. I was dying laughing. She <laughs> she beat her pants like, because it was <laughs> so ridiculous. But the uh it it leads to a different story where my dad has said, What is that? Right. So you're gonna get a twofer here. Okay. Okay. The, the, <laughs> this is the second time in my dad's life that he's said, what is that to someone? Uh-huh. Okay, we were living in our old house in uh, just a normal suburban neighborhood. It's not on Main Street. And neighbor gal, whose husband is at work, calls my dad and says, hey, I think there's something in my backyard. It's like 11 at night. Will you come over and take a look? Yeah. I don't know if her back light didn't work off of her patio, but there was no light. Okay? And... Okay. My dad comes in and he yells downstairs, "Hey, Bri, will you come look at something with me?" <laughs> I I'm thought like, he's going to send you out there. <laughs> hey, Bri. Uh. <laughs> he's like, "Come look at something with me." I'm okay. Like, what's going on? He's like, "Well, she just called me, and I can't tell what this thing is, and I don't really want to open the gate <laughs> until I know what it is." It's a chupacabra. And so, all of a sudden, you're in this mo- this zone of complete irrationality, right? Where your imagination takes over. Your dad comes and gets you and says. There's something in the backyard. <laughs> there, there's a there's a freaking right? tiger slash yeah. cougar in the and backyard. So the way that her fence worked is it it was like a wood slat fence, but then where there was a gate, it was wrought iron, so you could see through it really easy, uh-huh. right? And so we're looking through this, and he has a little flashlight, and he's kind of trying to angle it off this object mm-hmm. that's maybe thirty feet away from us. So we're only getting like barely glimpses and reflections, and I'm like, is that like a is that like a bear cub? And huh. he's like. I don't know. It kind of looks like one, doesn't it? Because you were getting these little <laughs> shimmers, and you're like, is that, is that, is that its eyes? <laughs> and your art, imaginations had completely taken us over. Right. And he picks up a rock. <laughs> oh, gosh. And throws it 
and misses, uh-huh. you know, and then he starts to open the gate. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a freaking bear. <laughs> this is like in a suburban yeah, area. Yeah, I know. I was thinking right? that this is, yeah. And uh, so he opens the gate. I'm like, Dad, just be careful. I'm going to close the gate. <laughs> if you need to come back out, I'll open it to let you back out. <laughs> so I locked him in there, and he gets there, puts his flashlight on it, and basically falls down laughing. It was a garbage sack oh my full gosh. of leaves <laughs> that we thought was uh, a bear. A bear. That's somehow a bear. Hey, I get it, though. I mean, that's pretty Your uh, imagination. bear-like. Yes. Yeah. You know, a bear would walk through a neighborhood and just hunker down in someone's backyard. Right. And not a bear, a cub. A bear cub. Because it was small. Right. You know, and... A little uh, black bear. And no one would notice. No. Somehow it got through the gate, <laughs> you know, climbed over the fence somehow. Yeah. Anyway. It's a bear. Bears can do that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, so, I mean, it's definitely contextual. Maybe not the best segment for Brian's stories, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that what is that happening with my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does your... Uh, I was hoping that... Uh, that when you said that uh, your parents have a big window that faces the street, that we might get a press and pickle story <laughs> or something. But yeah, no, <laughs> no oh, such man. luck. That's a good time. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, wait. We don't need to take another break, do we? No. Cool. Well, then I guess we will transition straight. This is a straight transition. Okay, this is going to be crazy. Okay. Whoa. Random headline? Yes. Yes. Three random headlines. All from Huffington Post today. All right. Crazy. A reputable left-leaning source. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I guess They're not so. even left-leaning. They're laying down <laughs> on the left side. Okay. Um, the first one. This is the headline. Spanish man builds 60-foot spaceship to visit planet from his novels. Okay. 60 foot. That's not that big. A man in Spain definitely has the travel bug, but he's not looking to take a plane or an RV. No, a uh, self-constructed spaceship is the ride favored by the 87-year-old writer, musician, and YouTuber from uh, Montero, Spain. So it's 2,600 pounds, um, 60 feet, and he spent over 100,000 euros to build it. What kind of fuel? Uh, well, the craft won't be operational until he installs motors. Um, motors? That's what it says, <laughs> motors. But as far as I know, uh, he hasn't been approved by the Spanish government uh, to do that. So he hasn't been able to power his spacecraft you know yet. So he wrote a novel. Yeah. Is this like L. Ron Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> where he like decides that it's actually true <laughs> after he wrote it. <laughs> What's his name? Um Lucio Ballesteros. Lucio. L U C I O. L U C I O. Ballesteros. Ballas Balls S E S Teros. <laughs> Thanks for spelling that. Yeah. Man, are you going to turn this down? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It's it's only loud in your ears. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, okay, I got a picture here. Oh, that's a weird-looking ship. It's not a rocket. No, it's a circular it's a saucer. Circular saucer craft. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It does look cool. Uh kind of, you does know, lost, for lost Tom in space in the <laughs> <laughs> I almost actually did a Tom DeLonge story from, uh, from I think it might have been here. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know. This guy, is he crazy or is he, he eccentric? Hopes, What's his deal? He hopes to travel. I, mean, I just found the article to 10-7. He named this planet 10-7. Yeah. A planet that comes from a series of novels written by, you guessed it, Ballesteros himself. Huh. Ballesteros. Ryder described the planet as inhabited by beings very similar to human beings. Oh, imagine but that. But with a higher stature. Yeah, of course. Right? Isn't that convenient? Uh, explaining the planet's name, he said that number 10 represents the unity of God, while 7 represents the seven dimensions of the human being? I don't know, man. There's seven dimensions to us? I guess. Huh. I guess. So, I yeah, look up this story uh, if you're listening and, and see if you can find out. Is this guy crazy? Is he just... Uh, 
getting ready to die. And did you yeah, watch the video? I, I don't know. Yeah, there's like nothing on the inside. No. Yeah, it's like foam. Yeah, he hasn't done anything yet, so I don't. I don't know. What did he spend a hundred thousand euros on? I don't know. <laughs> the sheet metal, I guess. <laughs> it's like sheet metal and insulation. Yeah, is all. I mean, I, if he, if there's, <laughs> it looks like. I don't know if he knows about how hot the the atmosphere is and how <laughs> to actually get out of it and how you have to have major ceramic right. tiles and everything. It looks like uh, the enterprise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if he if he flies it, he's gonna die. So <laughs> I heard something on the radio that apparently anyone can launch into space. Like you don't really need a permit. I once you get, believe so. Once yeah. you get into space, there's yeah. no laws. Well, there was a flat earther that just I mean, you might tried get, to do it uh, recently. Helium guy. <laughs> no, was he, it helium? He actually launched a rocket. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I know. Yeah. I, I got to look are. up the story because yeah, it, I don't, I it don't know. It failed but, miserably. Oh, of course. Yeah. I just. But I I heard that you can cause it was this thing it was a a story about like light pollution in, while trying to look at space yeah and this woman was complaining that because we're launching so much stuff oh, it's course. ruining like long exposure pictures because a satellite will streak across the picture you know oh yeah they're so bright well they're as bright like, as a star they're like stars you know so in, in the middle of this long exposure picture though you have a streak running through it I see your point. I guess. I get it. I mean, there could be any number of things that this a meteor. Uh, you're right. You're anyway. right. I, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they could. This there's brightest stars. Kind sometimes. of a minor thing to complain about, but hey. Well, I mean, that's her job. You know, <laughs> to complain. To complain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I didn't know that anybody could just maybe you, maybe you get shot down. Let's do it. Like before it gets to space, you know, they they scramble F thirty five, shoot it down. I don't know, <laughs> but. We, yeah. Can we put all the flat earthers in a rocket and shoot them off into oh space so gosh. the last thing they see is around Earth? I don't even <laughs> feel like mentioning the name even in jest because I don't want people to go look. Yeah, that's true. I they suck you in. They're like donut earthers now, with, actually. They suck you in with nonsense that you just can't believe. And so you, you just can't stop listening because it's amazing. It's just so. It's fascinating. Crazy. Like. You're like these people can't be that crazy. There must be some legitimacy to this, right? right? And like, they, <laughs> but then they can't agree on certain things. Like, is the moon a projection? <laughs> By the people, right? Flat Earthers think that the moon. Some flat Earthers think that the moon is projected onto a screen above us. Of course. And then other flat Earthers think that the moon is real. Yeah. But that the that the Earth is flat. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, speaking of flat Earth conspiracy, no, I'm just joking. But um, knickers. What? Got to be careful with that word. K-N? K-N. Okay. Knickers. <laughs> You're like, what? What? <laughs> We're going to have to edit Cut. some stuff here. <laughs> the uh, giant steer has the internet saying, holy cow. Okay, I've seen this, but have go you? on. Not everybody. Ha- I only didn't, I didn't see it till today. Um, Seven foot. Um, Wait, no. Seven year old, six foot, four inches tall cow. On on all fours. Yes. Six foot four. Yes. So imagine, uh, if you will, uh, LeBron James or The Rock or something. Um, in, and a in, cow cow, in cow form. Being that. T- <laughs> now, not, but not standing on his legs. Okay. Right. This is a cow that when you, standing, when it walks next to you, right. the top of it is past your head. Right. It's not, it's not up like a prairie dog. Right. It is on all four legs right. still. Six foot four. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's a bull, right? It's a steer. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. This, this is a that's amazing, amazing. <laughs> Apparently, he could be turned into four thousand hamburger patties. Four thousand? That's what it's. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, but they're not going to slaughter. McDonald's him. is investing. Not, yeah. <laughs> this isn't like some crazy uh, uh, genetically modified cow, is it? I, well, I it has to be. It, right. Whether I, or not it's modified by humans or by nature. Is irrelevant at this yeah. point. It's six feet four inches yeah. tall. Yeah. So when we post this, definitely go look at this because you'll think it's Photoshop because it looks like a giant cow and a bunch of miniature cows. Just just post it now. Hashtag episode fifteen. Uh, we always forget to post. That's that. true. Six foot four inches and it weighs like a ton. Oh yeah, it does. It so weighs it's a ton. two thousand pounds. Yeah. For those of you who don't know how much a ton is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's big big cow. What's its name? <laughs> Knickers. Knicker. Knickers. Like the Knicker, English. Knickerbockers. The English uh, underwear. <laughs> That's what they yeah, call yeah, Knickers. Yeah. 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 Oh. Isn't that the full name of like the New York Knicks? Knickerbockers? I, yes, actually, probably. I think it is. 
That's a terrible name. That's that'd be speaking of sports names. Yeah. We were talking about that a few episodes ago. Remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you had another. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you've heard about this last story here. Oh, it's a New Yorker, by the way. Sorry. I just Googled Knickerbocker, and it's it's slang for a New Yorker. Who knew? Oh, I didn't know that. Knew. I actually know some families back in Texas named the Knickerbockers. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Michigan University. Okay. Michigan State? Um, University of Michigan? Or I believe it's. It's not. Does it matter? I no. Okay, <laughs> so Michigan University, something in yeah. University. Uh, Oak, in oh wait. Oh, I think this is saying a university in Michigan. Okay. Uh, Oakland University in Auburn Hills. Okay. Michigan. Um, let me. Uh, I'm actually gonna play this audio here. Okay. Oops, wrong. Wait, wrong slider. Oh, I have it on. University teachers Stand may by. have an unconventional weapon to try to do that. Hockey pucks. Oh. I hear something slight. Oh, that's right. I forgot to turn you back up. No easy task. At Oakland University, teachers may have an unconventional weapon to try to do that. Hockey pucks. Seven Action News reporter Matthew Smith is joining us live to explain more about this. And Matthew, when you think hockey pucks, this is not exactly fighting fire with fire. No, it, it's not. And actually, when you say hockey pucks, I mean, it's lightweight, it's rubber. Uh, the kids on campus, they're meeting this with heavy skepticism. I'll be the first one to tell you this. <laughs> oh but gosh. it's also not an idea without merit. You know, safety experts have said for years, this is a last resort. It's part of that run, hide, fight training. That worst case scenario where if a gunman does breach a classroom, you grab whatever you have, a chair, a book, maybe a fire extinguisher, and you attack, you fight back. Well, at OU, they're coming up with a new idea, handing out hockey pucks. Oh, this good is Lord. that last resort. <laughs> All right, now, so that's enough of that. But um, so what they're have both in around what they're doing is um, like, did Spalding lobby them <laughs> or whoever makes hockey pucks? Uh, I don't know. What they're doing is they are giving out um, hockey pucks to the whole student body. And attempt to, uh, well, that's their method of. If, a sh- of, of, if an active of, yeah. shooter comes in, then you can throw a hockey puck one, at them. One puck per student? Yeah. One PPS? <laughs> that's the stupidest thing, man. I'm glad that you said that because when I first heard this story, I was like, this is the dumbest freaking thing I have ever heard in my life. Like, you know that, you know that the provost or someone got sold on this by like a hockey puck salesman. <laughs> <laughs> He came he's, in. His quota's short. Yeah. He's, the NHL doesn't want his pucks. And yeah. he's like, hey, oh, uh, listen. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to stand, I, stand over there for a minute. You, do you have an assistant? Make your assistant stand over there. Pretend no. like you're shooting. Point me. that gun. Check this out. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Ow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look, it would hurt. It would hurt to get hit by a hockey puck. But like they said in the argument, run, hide, fight is the best method by far. Yeah. That we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's worked before, and because generally when you run and hide, you don't get found. You know what right. I mean? And so in in the in the worst case scenario, if you, even if you even if you conceal, even if you carry, you should still live by that rule, people. Right. You should still run, hide, and fight. You hold that gun out in your hiding spot, and yeah. and use it when you're found. Right. If you engage, you're going to die. <laughs> like there's, there's a really there's good, a good chance, chance. Yeah. you're going to die. You know what I mean? So I know people disagree with me. But as far as the student body goes, no. no. Yeah. I What are you I you could do like oh wait, let me I, let me unzip my backpack real quick I, and get yeah. my puck. I um I don't even have words. Like I, the stupidest thing. Like over- can you imagine? There's a there's a shooter and everyone's like, "Quick, get your pucks. <laughs> throw your pucks at him, everyone." Throw- yeah. And you know, he's just spraying <laughs> bullets and people are uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, oh like you'd have gosh. to be a, a major league baseball pitcher to really like do anything to knock him out or anything. Are they gonna print like onomatopoeias on him? Like, <laughs> wham, pow. <laughs> so he's. They're gonna oh. do like they did to World War Two bombs for Johnny. Oh. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, of all the things, too, you could like, you know what's free? Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you're gonna just throw something. Oh man, I want to know how much they spent. And on of all this. the sports, sports thing, like a lacrosse ball would probably be better. 
Yeah. You know, like uh, a baseball. A baseball would be better. Well, you got a puck, you got to like, you know, double finger the Yeah, the edge you can't. And, like, that doesn't even, you're right. Yeah. Why a puck? No, baseball. They must, did they just have an excess of I'm pucks? Telling you, I'm telling you right now <laughs> that a rep from Spalding cold called, <laughs> cold called the university and said, can I make an appointment with the, uh, with the provost or the dean? I'd like to talk to you guys about something. And then he brought a, a, a PowerPoint that was like, let me demonstrate something. <laughs> this is what happens when your school gets shot up without hockey pucks. <laughs> And now let me show you this. This is what happens when it does. I'm just seeing one of these crappy 3D animations. Yeah. yeah. Kids throwing <laughs> hockey pucks. And then statistics with, yeah. like, fake bodies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, so yeah. stupid. How are they not getting just raked over the coals? I don't know. I can't believe this hasn't made any, like, uh, I heard it on... Uh, another radio show earlier in the week, but I haven't seen it on TV or anything. I feel like it's not the first time either. I feel like I heard this after Parkland, like a, like a month after Parkland, I heard that a school was going to hand out. Uh, it was clear backpacks. Well, I know they did clear to deter you can't carry a weapon right. in there. I thought they did something, not not at Parkland. Oh, okay. Another school did something like this, like handed out something to throw. At <laughs> the only... The, they might the, as well hand out like cyanide pills or something. Right. Like <laughs> the best thing I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this, is uh, fire hoses that are no, that can no longer be used. Uh huh. They cut them into strips, and they're just wide enough to fit over the hydraulic hinge of a classroom door. Oh, so if you okay. slide it over that, they can't push the door open. Right. Which yeah, is awesome. There's been several. So a teacher um, just keeps that in the desk. Yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. of inventions where they can they put stuff. It braces uh, the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which th- that's that I guess makes more sense. It's maybe they just they couldn't afford that, so they're like, "What can we afford? <laughs> you can't afford free fire." Well, they're hose? selling uh, <laughs> they're selling bulk hockey pucks on I eBay. Mean, you can just so everyone knows, you can do the same thing with a belt. You know, so if you were ever in an active shooter situation, you can lock yourself in a room with your belt by yeah. just wrapping it around the hinge. The hydraulic hinge of a door. Why waste time doing that when you can throw, you can throw a, a hockey puck? puck. <laughs> a hockey I'm gonna, puck. I'm going to puck you, yeah. you little shooter. Uh, that's yeah, crazy. That's, anyway. I mean, yeah, so you get bombarded with 30 pucks, and then what? <laughs> you you look up. Yeah. You look up, and oh, look, they're out of pucks. You know? I that's just, unbelievable. There's got to be something better than that. I don't know. I hope... Uh, the fact that it's a puck just it I makes just, it even I better. Know, I just want to know the person who. Uh, oh look, Pennsylvania's Blue Mountain School District in March equipped all of its classrooms with a five-gallon bucket of rocks. Rocks, yeah. See, <laughs> that's another one. So they went outside. They got five-gallon buckets and put rocks in them. I gotta imagine that's a hell of a lot cheaper than you know. Hockey pucks for the entire student body. You're at orientation. They're like, here's your notebook. Here's this. Here's the university information. Here's your hockey puck. We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so listen to this. Yeah. Most hockey pucks are made, of course, in Canada, Uh the Czech Republic, and listen to this, Russia and China. Oh, it's a government. No shit. Trump's behind this for sure. China's making them for cheap. Russia's buying them <laughs> off them, selling them back to the universe. They got a rep here with business cards, cold calling, cold, cold calling, calling <laughs> these universities. <laughs> it's not that hard to cold call. Maybe there was just a miscommunication. Like they ordered twenty five hockey pucks on accident, and they're like, "Oh, wait, we don't have a hockey team." Or they, <laughs> or they, they do have a hockey team, but instead of ordering two hundred fifty pucks, they ordered two hundred yeah. like twenty five thousand pucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't return those. Oh, but we've we got, got to do something with these to make us look less ridiculous. We, I don't we know, got man. them from the Czech Republic. We yeah. can't return this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, when I heard this, I just was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard." But I yeah, that is stupid. Wow, uh, totally on the on the subject of pucks. Uh huh. Did you know that the NHL and AHL freeze the pucks before the game no did not know that why uh the reasons uh for they glide smoother and faster when frozen and freezing eliminates bouncing I guess that makes sense they show they should freeze them too in the in the so they have freezers in each classroom yeah. with they're frozen not gonna, pucks they're not going to do anything if they're not frozen no they're going to bounce they put in uh several baseball stadiums now they keep all the balls in humidifiers really? it started in colorado though because uh they they sw- they want them swollen uh well yeah they were hitting too many home runs 
because of how uh, thin the air was. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, well, maybe that in steroids. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I think it was the early 90s. You know what? Do all the steroids you want. We're just going to put all the balls in humidifiers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring out bouncy balls now. Yeah. Well, it's good stuff. All so. right. Well, I guess that's it then. It was a fun episode. I hope you like the Brian stories. The, the other ones are a little bit more funny. So. so I picked like the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was all one. It was just a two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, for episode 15 for the Artake podcast, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Catch you next time.